Hey there, welcome to the Redemption Youth Podcast. It's Pastor Matt here, and we're doing another week of Sunday recap. And this past Sunday, Pastor Josh brought the word, and he is doing a four-part series on the four horses from the end of Vision Month, which was a really amazing sermon. And he tells us that if we want to really be on the same page where the series is going that we're listening to right now, what he's preaching on right now, that we should definitely give the last sermon from Vision Sunday and listen because it is absolutely amazing. God has given us so much there and he's really just giving us answers and solutions for the times right now. What should we be doing? How should we be doing it? What should our focus really be? And he's made it really clear for our church right now what our focus is and in what direction we're moving. And that's fantastic. There's nothing better than having clarity. It really helps in every area of life being as up-to-date as possible with what is really needed and in no other area is that more important than being up-to-date with God what he's doing now you know we could listen to a sermon from a year ago and it will still be really good but it won't be up-to-date with what God is trying to do in your life today which is why it's so important to listen week in and week out to the word not because if you don't you're totally in trouble but it just helps you really be in the middle of what God is trying to communicate to our church. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it might not be the a word that's relevant to everybody in the whole world. But if you're under Redemption Church, you're under Redemption Youth, and you're in this house and you're part of this family, then what God says through Pastor Josh and Tara is so important because they are the leaders of this house. They're the parents of this house, you could say. And God is... Always speaking to their hearts, something super relevant to each and every single one of us. And it's always going to have an amazing impact because it's from the Holy Spirit, it's from Jesus, and it's all about Jesus. So, without further ado, let's get into it. This is an amazing message that Pastor Josh preached yesterday. He preached in this month, he's going to be speaking about the four different horses. And with this one, he starts with the white horse, the white horse that comes to attack truth. And it doesn't just attack any truth. Like right now, I'm sitting in a chair and that's the truth. But that's not the truth that the white horse comes to attack. That's not the the truth that the devil comes to attack. He comes to attack the truth about Jesus, Jesus Christ, and what his finished work was on the cross. And the fact that he is Lord, he is Savior, and he's ruler over all. So the devil's not trying to attack how you feel about yourself and all the things in the news honestly he doesn't really care all he cares about is distracting us from the fact that we need to know Jesus every single day we need to spend time with him and make sure that we're putting him in a place as Lord over our lives and seeing his finished work on the cross as perfect and pleasing to God more than enough and that it equips us for victory in this life so how do we do that how do we continue to make sure that Jesus is in his rightful place because uh, we know that in Acts 2 verse 42, God speaks about how, what the church was doing at the time. The Bible speaks about what the church was doing at the time. And they were in the apostles' doctrine. They were in regular fellowship. They were engaging in communion together, the Lord's Supper. And they were praying together. And so part one is all about the apostles' doctrine, which is the finished work of Jesus Christ. So Pastor Josh says that there's three things that are going to be happening this year. He said this before he kind of started expanding on the white horse and he really talked about how we're really going to see three things happen this year and it's funny because usually 
in like the business world it's split up into quarters like first quarter second quarter third quarter fourth quarter you know how it goes there's four quarters uh, when you split something in four uh -huh. and so but pastor josh is saying there's kind of be, going to be three parts to this year there's going to be like three thirds and so he says that there's a time to receive a new spirit and way and it's all about our vision verse for the year which is isaiah chapter 43 verse 19 where it speaks about God making uh, pathways in the wilderness and rivers in the deserts and him making a new way, a way that we've never gone before. So it's receiving that new way. It's about receiving that new spirit that God's trying to give, that he's trying to just put in our hearts a fresh and new desire, new perspective, new vision, and just energy and, you know, his equipping. That's what he's trying to give us. So it's receiving all that new stuff, fresh perspective, because God is going to do something different and we don't know what it looks like, but it's about being open. It's about saying, Lord, I don't know what that new thing is this year, but I'm going to receive it. And you know, for me this year, it's getting married. If you didn't know, I'm engaged now and in this year I'm getting married and that is my new thing, one of my new things. And that's going to be a huge journey with God. And so I need to receive that. Like sometimes I feel super, super young and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm only 24 and I'm getting married now. But it's really exciting and I know that it's what God wants for me in this next season. It's what he wants for our relationship between me and Taylor. And it's super important that we move towards that, not with expectation in each other, but expectation in Jesus. So receive that new thing. If you're going to a new school, if you're going into a new job, if you're picking a new subject, if you're if there's any sort of change in your life and it's being given to you by God, like it's going to be a little bit scary because honestly anything that god gives us is going to be overwhelming because god's only gonna give us things that can only be done by him god's not going to give you things that you can do on your own because then it's not glorious it doesn't give him glory god is going to do something in your life that's going to be so wild that people are going to turn their heads and say oh my word how did you of all people manage to achieve this or how did this happen in your life and you're only going to be able to say it was God. And that's often a new thing. So whatever that thing is that's been on your heart, but that you feel so underqualified for and so under-resourced for, expect God to move in that area and that he's going to make a supernatural way for you. And I bless you right now in the name of Jesus with whatever resource you need to achieve the goals and dreams in your life that God is going to manifest strongly in your life right now. Thank you, Jesus. So we need to receive a new thing. We need to receive that God is still working. Just because the world looks like it's getting darker and darker, that everybody's confused, that the politicians are still super corrupt and that bad things keep getting worse and that the world just doesn't seem to be getting better and that in some countries corona doesn't seem to be slowing down. That doesn't mean that God is not working. The church is exploding. God's spirit is moving. He's doing a new thing and you need to hold on to that. Don't hold on to the things that are around you hold on to what God's word is saying, what God's spirit is saying, and God's spirit is saying, I'm about to blow everybody's mind. I'm about to do a new thing, a fresh thing, and I'm inviting you to be a part of it. So that's part one of this year. And part two is establishing a way in the wilderness. Whatever your situation is, no matter how difficult it is, God is going to show you how he's going to make a way through that. He's going to give us a step-by-step -step journey. He's not going to show you the destination. He's not going to allow you to just do it on your own. He wants to walk closely with you and take a step-by-step -step walk towards what he has for you. Because ultimately, God's only love language is quality time. 
and he wants to spend time with you. He wants to walk closely with you in your journey. Whatever dreams you have, he wants to take you towards it. Whatever obstacles you you see, he wants to destroy them. He wants to smash them. Whatever walls of Jericho you have in your life, he wants to walk with you and make sure that those walls fall down so that you can walk into your promised land. And if you haven't listened to it before, I really encourage you to go listen to the Joshua series that Pastor preached at the end of last year. It is absolutely amazing and it will speak straight to your heart the good things that God has for us. And it's really important that we know that God has prepared a promised land for us. Whatever plans he has for your life that are good and amazing and see you in success and victory for his glory, your promised land, he's going to walk you there. So how does that happen? It happens by lifting up Jesus. So go listen to that series. It's absolutely phenomenal. I really encourage you and I know you're going to be blessed. I'm not going to tell you to do something that I don't feel God telling me to say to you right now. So God wants us to make only minor adjustments to see huge change. Sometimes we think that we need to make a whole bunch of huge changes in our life and that will completely turn things around. But God wants us to make a few minor adjustments. And some, you know what? I can guarantee those minor adjustments are going to be just spending more time with him, spending more time in his presence, enjoying Jesus more, making him bigger. Remember how important it is that in the first part of our vision verse, it's about beholding. It's about beholding Jesus. Make Jesus bigger. And that's a simple thing. That's one task. Make sure that you're making Jesus bigger in your life. Spending five extra minutes with him every day. And making sure you're praying a little bit here. You're praying a little bit there. Pray in the spirit. Receive communion. Do something small that makes that helps you make sure that you are making Jesus bigger in your everyday life. And I promise you, he's going to absolutely blow you away and he's going to grow inside you. He's going to grow you and you're going to go places you never thought you could go. And it's only because you made small changes, not about I'm going to wake up three hours earlier so that I can study for my test so that I know absolutely every word of the textbook and I'm practiced out of my mind. And Jesus is saying, come to me, do the simple things and I'll help you align everything. I'll help you see miracles and do wondrous things in your life. But come to me. Come spend time with me. It's simple. It's effective. And it's going to bless you. And I'm going to love you. And you're going to be the best that you can be because I'm going to be working through you. So we're believing God for that in your life that he's going to show himself to you and he's going to change your life because you made small adjustments to just spend more time with him and receive more of his love and just whatever take communion pray in the spirit and jesus is going to show himself to be faithful because he's a faithful god and in the third part of this year we're going to see a release we're going to see an opportunity to gather again in the latter part of the year we're going to be bigger we're going to see more people in church we're going to have even more fun we're going to see even more of the holy spirit god is going to release himself like he's going to go wild in the church and we're going to have an amazing time with him as he grows us and he completely just turns our world upside down and we have the most fun together we just are just being blessed as we come to church as we meet new people as we encounter strong and amazing and beautiful friendships and that we engage with the word and that we're just moving in this amazing direction together as a church that's going to be in the third part of this year so let's talk about that first horse that first horse comes to destroy and distract us from the truth of jesus christ 
And we actually see that in the beginning of the Bible, in Genesis chapter 3, when Adam and Eve were hiding from God, and at the end of the day, it's because Satan tempted Eve, and he tempted her by telling her that she could be more like God, even though God had declared that we were made in his image. So now she is distracted and she's like, maybe I'm not like God. Maybe I'm not what God says I am. Maybe I actually am not that clever. Maybe God is hiding something from us, you know. And then she goes and eats the fruit. She partakes of it because she thought that it would make her more like God. But you have to realize that we're not designed to be exactly like God. So Pastor Josh said this amazing quote. He said, we're not designed to know everything. We're designed to know him. And what Eve wanted to know was everything. She wanted to be like God and have all the knowledge of good and evil and have her eyes opened. But all she needed was to have her eyes open towards God and to look for him and to spend time with him. Because that's what God designed us for. He wanted to have closeness of relationship with them in the garden and to just be able to have this amazing friendship and relationship with them but then they ended up having themselves cast out of the garden because at the end of the day they went for more when they already had everything and so they tried to become like god they tried to take control and that is what our flesh wants and pastor josh expanded on that and said the problem is that the devil knows that our flesh is our flesh like our humanly desires, the part of us that's not saved because our spirits are saved, but our bodies aren't and our flesh isn't and our emotions aren't. And our flesh just wants to be in control. It has the desire to know everything. And the funny thing is that knowing a lot of natural knowledge doesn't give us peace. Like the more you study, the more you watch news, the more you like watch documentaries on nature and the more you watch like literally anything and more news more social media there's just more and more drama and less answers and you find more problems that need solutions rather than solutions and so when we realize that we're actually designed to know god and not everything else i think that's when we finally start making amazing progress in our lives and when we are absolutely working in that 100% of what we're capable of because that 100% of what we're capable of is actually only when we're in Jesus and so without God we haven't got a chance without him without him in our lives we're actually we're just we're we're pretty much bound to lose um, whenever we do things in our own strength like we can do some good things we can make some good achievements but at the end of the day they don't make a lasting impact and they could actually just be harmful and often we make the wrong choices and we do the wrong things and even largely successful people that are earning billions and billions of dollars or things that we appear we think that are successful they actually just have tons of insecurity have sleepless nights uh, worried about losing their money and fame and all that kind of stuff and so then they have stress and you know stress is one of the leading causes of cancer and then these people like Steve Jobs who was literally one of the founders of apple and one of the most innovative people ever died in his like mid to early 50s of of cancer and um it's like all the money he had all the billions of dollars he had from from making apple this massive success couldn't save him um couldn't couldn't like cure him 
And so it's crazy how, how when we think we're in control, how little control we actually have and how when we give up control, how much control God actually has. So don't stress, don't overthink. And I, I was like, oh, thanks, Pastor Matt. That's the answer. I'm just not going to overthink. I'm like, no, replace it with something. Don't not overthink. Replace overthinking with spending time with Jesus. When you find yourself stressing and not being able to handle it anymore, you need to spend time with God. And also, we come to the end of ourselves, not in one moment, like, there we go. Um, You can't just snap. Snapping just is a long time of tension building up. So don't allow tension to build up. Spend time with God regularly. Let him de-stress you. Let him bring you rest. Like Psalm 23, he's going to bring you rest. He's going to lead you uh, next to still waters and put you in in the places where there's just tons of lush green grass i encourage you to read psalm 23 and and realize that that's what god is doing for you he's the good shepherd so let him lead you let him affirm you let him be all the affirmation you need if your friends love you and they speak well of you that's fantastic i'm so happy you have good healthy friendships and we should all be encouraging each other all the time it's so valuable when you speak into your friend's life tell them you're proud of them tell them you love them tell them that you're on their side but don't let that be what keeps you going god's opinion is the only opinion that matters and we need to be close to that we need to be close to his voice and that's just by spending time in the word and so pastor josh talked about how there's this law of first mention and whenever something's first mentioned in the bible it's super important so pastor josh actually goes back to the first question in the old testament and then he talks about the first question in the new testament and in the old testament before jesus had died on the cross and before he had come the first question that god asked or the first question that was in the old testament was adam where are you and it's very man focused it's focused on on him it's focused on adam and in his own strength it's focused on man and we know that whenever we are self-focused that we we we're in lack so if you ever just completely focused on you and your own situation think about oh my gosh i'm actually putting myself under the law and the way you put yourself under grace is by focusing on jesus and his finished work and so the first question in the new testament was actually the three wise men and they say where is he because they're looking for jesus it's jesus focused So you always need to be asking the question, where's Jesus? I need Jesus. Lord, where are you on this? What is your opinion? And what do I need to study? What do I I need to say in this situation? My friend's kind of down right now. What do I need to say to him? Um, How do I, Jesus, how do I bring you into this? And so, yes, make sure that Jesus is your focus. Make sure that you're asking about him, that your focus is on him. When you have questions, take your questions to him. And then Pastor Josh gave this amazing passage of scripture in John chapter 14 where Jesus is basically speaking and he's speaking to Thomas and he's speaking to Philip and they're like I'm actually going to read it to you so Jesus is speaking to them and he says don't let your hearts be troubled in verse 1 trust in God but also trust in me there is more than enough room in my father's home if there were not so would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you when everything is ready I will come and get you so that you will be with me always and you will know the way to where i'm going you'll know the way to where i'm going so then thomas says no we don't know lord we have no idea where you're going so how can we know the way so jesus said to him i am the way the truth and the life no one can come to the father except through me and that's so awesome because jesus is basically explicitly saying 
I am the truth. I am the way. I am the life. So we know from this passage that Jesus is the truth. So whatever truth people claim to have out in the world, we know that Jesus is actually the truth. He's the ultimate truth. His finished work is the ultimate truth. No matter what someone says about how stupid you, th- you they think you are or like whatever bad things they say about you or however they're trying to shut you down or even sometimes how you try to shut yourself down because we always shut ourselves down. We take other people's opinion and we make them our own. And Jesus is actually saying that I'm the truth and what he says about you is actually the truth. So let him speak to you. So then he says, if you had really known me, you would know who my father is from now on you know you do know him and you have seen him so basically jesus is saying if you've seen me you've seen god because we have the same character and we have the same desires just as i healed people god wants to heal people just as i led and guided people and spoke gently to them and led them in this amazing way god wants to do that so whenever we see jesus we see the character of god and then chapter 14 verse 8 to 12 Then Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and we will be satisfied. And Jesus replied, I've been with you all this time, Philip, and yet you still don't know who I am. Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. So why are you asking me to show show him to you? Don't you know that, don't you believe that I'm in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I speak to you are not my own. My Father who lives in me does this work through me. Just believe that I'm in the Father and the Father is in me. Or at least believe because of the work you have seen me do. I'll tell you the truth, anyone who believes in me will do the same works I've done and even greater works because I am going to be with the Father. You can ask me for anything in my name and I will do it so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. It's amazing. Those those verses, um, verse 12 to 14, basically Jesus is saying like, if you just believe in me, like don't even worry about the miracles I've seen, I've done in the past. You'll see even greater miracles. And that's what Pastor Josh is really hitting on. It's how Jesus is, is actually leading us towards greater. He's leading us towards better. Like in the in one of the previous sermons he preached, he was like, we're not going back to normal. We're going back to better because God doesn't go backwards. God goes forward. So we're moving forward into even more victory, even more goodness, even more love, even more friendship, even more v- just victory in every single area of our lives. So I want you to be encouraged today that the truth that you need to be focusing on is the fact that Jesus loves you, that he died for you, that his sacrifice on the cross was more than enough for you, that there's nothing you can do to ever upset God and upset him to the point that he is going to disown you. Like all that of God's anger for every sin ever in the world fell upon Jesus at the cross. So there's no more anger in his heart left for you. He only has love for you. He only has goodness towards you. He only has good plans for you. So hold on to those plans today. Hold on to the fact that God loves you. I encourage you, go read Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1 to 13. All the promises, all the good things. Because it says in there, if you obey my commands and follow me, these are the blessings that you'll have. And Jesus followed and obeyed God for us. He lived a perfect life because we never could. So we can receive all the blessings that we never could. So read those blessings, read those things, and be encouraged that God is calling you a victor. He's calling you a victorious person, a beloved child of God. That's the truth today. A beloved child of God with an amazing plan on their life that can never disappoint their good father in heaven. And that's going to make a radical impact for Jesus. That's going to live a life full of joy, full of clarity, no confusion, no hurt. And you know, sometimes we'll be disappointed and sometimes we do get hurt, but 
Jesus promises healing all the time and he promises that his Holy Spirit will be close to the brokenhearted. So know that you're loved today. Know that God has a wildly amazing plan for you. Know that he can help you in absolutely any situation. And if you need to get into a small group, if you want to join the community, you want to be part of Red Redemption Youth, and you want to join our small group structure, or you simply just want prayer, please email us at youth at redemptionchurch.co.za or just DM us on our Instagram page. We'd love to get in contact with you. And if this message has blessed you, if this podcast has blessed you, has blessed you, then share it with a friend, share it with someone that God puts in your heart. Just do it. The moment it comes to you, just send that link out right now and let that person be blessed as well because God wants to love on someone else. God wants to change someone else's life and you have nothing to lose because God is your victory and God loves you and no one else's opinion matters. So when you share the word of God with someone else, the, only, the best thing that can happen is that someone's life has changed and the worst thing that can happen is that maybe something doesn't happen. So I just, I just encourage you today. Just share the word. Just be a beacon of light and love to other people and have an amazing time ahead of you.